Disney news, updates, and information with my best friend, Sarah. Hey, we are best friends and huge Disney fans coming to you from Texas and Florida. Each week, we hope to bring a smile to your face and give you more Disney facts and recommendations than you will ever possibly know what to do with. But let's start off with a very important Disney fact. The mouse started it. Welcome to What to Watch Wednesdays, where we recommend Disney movies and shows that we think you should watch. This week, Tarzan. Tarzan. Directed by Kevin Lima and Chris Buck, it was produced by Bonnie Arnold, based on Tarzan of the Apes by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Tarzan follows the story of, obviously, Tarzan whose parents were shipwrecked on a deserted island while he was an infant and unfortunately killed by the leopard Sabor. He is then saved by Kala, a gorilla who is mourning the loss of her own child to the same leopard and raised amongst the gorillas on this island. When he grows up, he ends up meeting Jane and her father, as well as Clayton, who have come to the island to observe the gorillas, and his entire world is turned upside down. This, of course, is the 1999 version of Tarzan. There have been a couple of sequels, there are Broadway plays, there are all sorts of different versions of Tarzan. This is the very first Tarzan story to be animated, and it is Disney's first attempt into the story of Tarzan. Premiering on June 12th, 1999, this was the most expensive animated film made at, up until that point with a budget of $133 million. And it got a lot of speculation on that, just uh, how expensive it was and how much money Disney was putting into it. But the movie ended up grossing $448 million, so they didn't do half bad. They didn't do half bad, and I can actually kind of understand why it cost so much. Um, because if you didn't know this, Disney actually developed a brand new technology to help with Tarzan swinging through his animated jungle. It is called Deep Canvas. It is a technique or term that they coined when a artist produces a CGI background that looks like a traditional painting. Um, it was coined by the artist engineer Eric Daniels. And according to art director Daniel St. Pierre, it just, it allows you to make something look a lot more traditional while also using the updated and advanced techniques of the time, which obviously going into the late 1990s, we really were getting into the CGI a lot more. Following Tarzan, Deep Campus was actually utilized in other films such as Atlantis, The Lost Empire and Treasure Planet as well, which Very cool. Yeah. So that might be why the budget was a little high. I agree. And new technology. Then they also had music by Mark Mancina and Phil Collins. Phil Collins was originally added to just add in some music. They decided they did not want Tarzan to be singing. They said a, a half-naked man sitting on a branch singing, belting out a song would have been ridiculous. So they it decided that it would have a little bit. <laughs> but they decided that Phil Collins could come in, sing a few songs, and act as almost a narrator, which his songs do. They definitely and do. We've talked about this in the past. You like to say Phil Collins 
Oh, Bill Collins went so hard on this movie, and he did not have to, and I appreciate him so much for it. He went so hard that they received an Academy Award for Best Original Song for You'll Be In My Heart, and that song can make me cry on the spot. Oh, tears every time. Tears every time. I love his music, and I love the fact that they I, they had Glenn Close also start the songs from time to time. Which, by the way... We're on a 90s kick for Disney movies, apparently, Clearly. last week and this week. And then we're also following Glenn Close. So yes. we started with her first Disney film, and now we have another one. So, Glenn, we are a huge fan, apparently. <laughs> this might not be known, but this was actually not Glenn Close's first Tarzan movie. She was actually in another movie. This was a live-action version, and it was non-Disney, and it was called uh, Grace Stroke, I believe. Yeah, so she's apparently a, a Tarzan fan. I guess, or just maybe a Disney fan, and that's why she said yes. I don't know, but I'm so glad she did, because she was absolutely fantastic. That's Paula. She really was. I loved her in that. And then we also have Rosie O'Donnell in there, and originally Turk was a male character, but after Rosie's audition, they made Turk into a girl, because she was perfect for the role, and I 100% agree with that. Because why not? What's also really interesting is that all of the actors who portrayed the gorillas did their own vocalizations for their gorillas. So they didn't have someone come in and do the sound effects for them. It was every actor doing their own, which is just really funny to think about when you think of Mini Driver as Jane doing the little like, <laughs> like she, like she in a recording it. booth doing that over and over again. Well, and then also along with that, everybody did their own vocalizations. Tony Goldwyn was fantastic as Tarzan, and he actually did a, and I quote, killer baboon imitation in his audition, and that's part of the reason why he got this role. But he blew his vocals and said that it was really difficult for him to do the Tarzan yell, and the Tarzan yell is iconic. It has to be perfect. Yes. And in this animated film, it's even in key with the movie. I mean, it is perfectly pitched and just fantastic. That is actually Brian Blessed, who plays Clayton, doing the Tarzan yell. And I had no idea until we looked that up when we were watching it. It just blew my mind that it isn't Tony Goldwyn doing, and I mean the, the big, he does it twice in the movie, the big Tarzan yells where he's belting it out to the entire jungle. That is Brian Blessed, who plays Clayton. That is awesome. A little less known fact, maybe, but the movements in Tarzan are actually partially based off of Tony Hawk. Glenn Keane was one of the 13 character animators who was working on this movie. And when he was thinking about creating Tarzan and how he would move, he was thinking about not only just extreme sports, but his own teenage son who loves skateboarding and other extreme sports. And so he was thinking about, oh, well, this is a wild man. He's probably got adrenaline running through his veins. So maybe he's kind of like a surfer dude. But then when he was really thinking about it and testing out the animation and the approach, he went in a slightly different direction and actually thought about Tony Hawk and skateboarding and decided instead of having Tarzan be strictly swinging on vines, he'd actually be moving across the tree branches and everything. That is fantastic. And it is really cool to watch Tarzan 
move and you can see it. If you go back and rewatch it, you can see that Tarzan sliding and using the moss and using those things. It looks just like Tony Hawk. Thank you so much for listening to the Mouse Started It podcast. We're going to get you all set on all of these things in the upcoming year. and We're very excited to bring it to you. We appreciate your support. You can actually listen to our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Please make sure to spread the word and share all of our Disney news with your friends. You can also join our newsletter or email us with questions, comments, suggestions, or your own Disney fun facts at themousestartedit, all one word, at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, themousestartedit, underscore between each word, for our podcast updates as well as what to watch Wednesdays. Like we said, we're going to give you Wednesday morning updates of what to watch and Fun Fact Fridays, which have already been underway. See you, See you real soon. soon.